How's it going, Pickleball World? Welcome to Third Shot, the podcast where we are bringing the pickleball community together and growing the game internationally. Hey, Reggie, how you doing? Doing great. A little bit under the weather, but I'm so happy to be here talking with you today about pickleball. Yeah, I know you've been struggling with a little bit of a what, the sinus thing. Yeah, like an upper respiratory. It's a it's an annual thing for me. <laughs> no fun, no fun. Oh. Russ, I hope you're doing better. How are you? I, I'm doing all right. My my son is sick, so I'm dealing with that. And uh, oh. I'm actually I'm like. I never did this before the pandemic, but now we have masks everywhere. So I'm like, well, shoot, if I'm going to go in his room, I'm putting on a mask. <laughs> so, there you go, that's smart. I, I'm masking in the house <laughs> as much well, as I can. Brady, I have the cure for your problem. It's always called a nice shot of something good. There we go. And I, <laughs> and I got my I shot ready to go. How about you guys? Cough syrup. Oh, I Here got we it. go. All right. <laughs> See you, Bridget. I hope you feel better. Get well. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. That did. I'm not even sick, and that yeah. made me feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bridgie, I know you've been not feeling so good. Did you get out and play at all since the last show, or you've been out? I've been out for the count, uh, trying to stay indoors as much as possible. What causes this each year for me, and I joke that it's annual, but seriously, um, whenever the rodeo comes into town in Vegas, the NFR. I'm allergic to the um, animal's food. So with it being in the air, every year I get the same thing. So I have to try to limit my outdoor time right now. You're allergic to the smell of the food. Yeah, so alfalfa and hay and all of that Mm. really like ignites my allergies and I end up with this respiratory infection every year. So sad. You know, I never, I mean, obviously I've known you your whole life. I never knew that you had allergies. Is this the only allergy you have? Yeah, and um, to surgical glue. (laughs) That's my only (laughs) other allergy. (laughs) And I found out the hard way. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, that might get into the TMI uh, level. (laughs) That's that's the other show. (laughs) Well, I have gotten out and played uh, actually a bunch recently yeah, well, you know the please, weather's been pretty let me good live vicariously through you at this time <laughs> <laughs> okay so i've been going out and you know my regular uh, friends that i play with have all been busy so i've been just going out on my own and just hanging out at the court and meeting new people and playing the game right which is the beauty of pickleball right you can just go out and meet new people and and uh you know make new friends which i've done the cool thing is, is like I usually, you know, we start talking pickleball and I tell them, hey, we do this podcast together. And they get super interested and super excited. And they're asking me like, oh, you know, do you get to try out different paddles or who do you get to talk to and who yeah. do you interview? And I'd say, yeah, you know, part of one of the great things about doing this podcast is we do get to try out a lot of different paddles. And this last couple of times, because I've realized people want to talk about paddles, I brought out some extra paddles with me. And oh, I allow cool. them to kind of try out the different manufacturers that we've tried out, you know, over the past few months. And it's really interesting the the, the responses I get. Because the beginners, they always will say, oh, well, I don't know anything about pickleball, so I'm not going to feel any difference. 
And then I'll put two or three different paddles in their hands and they'll go, oh, I do <laughs> feel a difference. <laughs> so I, and I, I was just curious, like when you started trying out these different paddles, obviously you were more experienced than a lot of the people that I'm, I'm having try these paddles out. But did you immediately feel a difference? I did. And that's funny because you're probably blowing their minds when you tell them, no, there is a difference. And then they go and try it. (laughs) Um, But I think you can totally tell a difference right off the bat, um, especially with the way the ball comes off of the paddle. Uh, I started with those wooden paddles and you can even just the sound alone kind of hints at the fact that it's coming off differently than with um, the, the newer paddles that we're using now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the surfaces of the paddles, like you have so much more control and you're able to do so much more with the ball with spinning it and everything where the very smooth surface of the wooden paddle, you can't, you can't do hardly anything. <laughs> you know, what's funny about the wood paddle. So I remember you telling the story that the first paddles you got, you went to Walmart or somewhere and you got the little mm-hmm. starter kit with the wooden paddles. And I think a couple episodes ago, or maybe last episode, I said I took your uncles out to play pickleball on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And right next to us was a couple that were playing with those beginner wood paddles. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking exactly to your story. I'm like, I bet you, you know, they went out before earlier this morning, right? And probably picked up a couple of beginner set paddles and they were playing, but they were good. I was like oh, really? so impressed with how good they were playing with these wood paddles. I was like, whoa. And I saw them playing against another couple that they had just met that day. I could, you know, they were introducing themselves and talking and stuff. And I kind of overheard that they just met and they were playing against another couple that had some really good equipment and they were holding their own against them. I was like, that was impressive. That's amazing. Now imagine if they were using one of your paddles, <laughs> maybe doing damage out there. <laughs> so it is interesting. Like, so I've been playing with some beginners and I also played with some very experienced players that I let them use different paddles and they all kind of gravitate to something new. And I kind of equate it to like golfing because when I golf and I get a new driver or a new set of irons for a while, I play so good. I'm hitting the balls. <laughs> you know, they call it the, what they call it, the newlywed period where when you get a new set of clubs, you're just so excited about them and it feels so good. And then you just kind of fall back to your normal level of play over time. But when I put a new paddle in somebody's hand, they all go, oh, this is better than my paddle. This is, this is, I want, I want one of these. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I it's it's fun. It's really fun to go out and meet new people and and let them try some different things. The other thing that um is kind of new for me is I want to say thank you to pickleballsmash.net. This is a new card game called Pickleball Smash and they had sent us both um their their card game to try out. And did you get a chance to play it, Bridge? I did. And it's pretty fun. And I think I would kind of compare it to Uno. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of Uno-ish and along with like Gin Rummy. I don't think I've ever played The three three of kind thing like in Gin Rummy, you're trying to get at least three of kind. Yes, yes, yes. It's a little bit of that. And Russ, this is a game that's perfect for you. (laughs) 
Yeah, to get get me started. It gets you started because yeah. it, because it talks about the different terms, right? The different. Oh. I mean, explain it to them. Yeah, so each card is kind of like a different, I guess, technique or strategy within pickleball. So it really kind of teaches you what would be what in a game. Uh, typically right okay and so there's like drop shots dinks and you have to collect a series of them in order to win a point then once you win a point the goal is to earn 11 before anybody else that you play with and so you can play between two and four players and it's a lot of fun like i said it's it's similar to uno you collect cards as you go to create sets and you try to beat out your opponents with your different pickleball um, strategies and fake hits, but yes. it's kind of a good good introduction. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, like last time, I think you asked us, like, do you want to be a dink? Is dink a good thing? Do you want right. to be a dinker? Right. Right. If you if you played this game before you uh, before that episode, you would have known you want to be a dinker. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So we're gonna get this in your hands, and we're gonna we're gonna play. I love it. Yeah. All right. We'll Let's post it on our Instagram too so that everybody else can kind of see what we're talking about. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and maybe we'll put a link on we'll, – um, we'll definitely put a link on to our website, which is – if you haven't been there yet, thirdshotpodcast.com. Please go. Uh, we have a number of different links to past guests, and now we're going to have something to pickle, pickleballsmash.net. Nice. So if you haven't – uh, if you need a stocking stuffer, this is a perfect stocking stuffer, perfect size fit in the stocking. It's a lot of fun to get people introduced to pickleball. So anyway, I really enjoyed the game. So please go out and get it for your kids. Get the new pickleballers in your life. This game. It'll help me with my goal of learning more. You see? Exactly. So what is going way? on with the learning more <laughs> segment here? Yes. Yes. Each week, uh, you know, I, I, I bring my podcast to the little mini learning more episode within uh, the uh, third shot podcast here. And I, I think I've come up with the best question yet. Um, it, there's, there's certain things that you have to learn about this, right? Like I learned about the whole, you know, the, the dinker thing and we've learned about paddles and do paddles make a difference and the, the levels and all of these different things each week. We're learning something new about the uh, pickleball. What I really need to know is if I'm going to go play pickleball, do I eat beforehand or after and, and, and do you have the big meal? I know, Greg, you're famous for, for big meals. Uh, Bridgie, I, 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 don't, I don't know about you, but you've seen Greg eat. I mean, does he eat beforehand or after? Like, when do I do that? Is it going to mess up my game if I eat before? That's a really great question. <laughs> and I think it depends on what you're eating. Okay. Okay. I've gone out there and I've had people tell me they've come from all you can eat sushi, but oh, geez. knowing how I can all you can eat sushi, that is not the play for me. No, no, no. No, no that wouldn't work. Yeah, I <laughs> all you can eat sushi might even be a stretch for me before I play. <laughs> but, but I do uh well, okay. There's there's a serious answer to this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It depends on when I'm playing. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Because a lot of times on weekends, uh, I'll play early in the morning. And if I'm playing early in the morning, I typically do not eat. I will drink my coffee. I will get caffeined up. I'll get my energy going. That kind of fills my stomach a little bit as well. And then I'll go play. If I'm playing in the afternoon or evening, 
I do like to eat something a little light before I play. And I then I eat the all-you-can-eat sushi after I play because I work up an appetite <laughs> as I play. <laughs> yeah, you definitely do work up an appetite playing. And I'm similar. You know, I like to eat something small or something light that's manageable. Um, so that way, halfway through your game, you're not feeling it in your stomach. Right. Uh, but something that you, you can eat before, like playing golf, you know, or volleyball. Because there mm-hmm. is some like movement and bouncing around, and I don't think you want a full meal inside of yeah. you when you're trying to do that. Okay, so no, no huge burrito, no all-you-can-eat sushi right before. <laughs> no. yeah, I'll save that for after. Probably not right before. <laughs> Probably not right before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially you know the extra beans and the burrito probably wouldn't be the best. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, see, yeah. if playing golf, I would just do that. I mean, the, you know, the golf cart seems like a perfect spot for a burrito, so. You know, well, just, I'll do a burrito between the ninth and tenth hole. Right? Yeah. Like, right. Why not? Right? Yeah. So it doesn't bother <laughs> me at all on a golf course or right before or whatever. But pickleball, I, I, it does like weigh me down a little bit, or just I don't know. I feel a little mm-hmm. slow or sluggish. When Less I'm agile. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, well. Thanks again for helping me learn more about pickleball. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, what's happening over on my podcast. What is happening today on this podcast? Well, you know, it's so cool doing this podcast because we get to meet some really neat people and learn their stories. And we're excited to talk to the president and CEO of Pickle, Mike Gottfried, and he will be joining us after the break. So please stay with us, come back and learn a little bit about what Pickle is doing. It's a really cool story. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. With so many pickleball paddles out there, it can be a challenge finding the one that fits you. Enter Pickle. That's P-C-K-L. One of the fastest growing pickleball gear brands that's changing the game with paddles and balls designed for your skill level. They offer three paddles curated for three different players. Just getting started and switching from rentals? Try the Launch Series Paddle. Ready for a paddle that's more durable with an incredible grip? You need the Power Series Paddle. And if you're ready to take your game to the next level, like one of Pickle's signed pros, the Pro Series Paddle is for you. In addition to paddles, their top-rated indoor and outdoor ball options make the perfect gift for a pickleball player in your life. Pickle's excited to support the Third Shot Podcast by offering listeners a discount. Shoot us a DM and we'll get you a code to save 20% off anything from their site. Check them out at www.pckl.com. And make sure to give them a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Welcome back to Third Shot. Thanks to everyone who has reached out to us on social media. We love reading your comments on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Drop us your comments at Third Shot Podcast on Instagram and Facebook or Third Shot Pod on Twitter. Bridgie and I are so excited to be joined by Mike Godfrey, the CEO and president of Pickle. Welcome, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Oh, we can't wait to learn more about Pickle. But before we do, we'd love to kind of start the segment by having a nice little toast to Pickle and the holiday season. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Here we go. Now we're ready. <laughs> now, yeah, right. Now we're ready to record. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Um, this is going to be the highlight of my week for sure to have you on our show. Oh, um, cool. So first, we'd like to just kind of find out what our guests' um, pickleball history is like, how long you've been playing, and 
kind of where you got started and how you started playing. Yeah. So I first played pickleball probably close to 10 years ago. My parents lived in South Florida. In Wow. It's certainly not an old folks community, but it's a community um, populated by older folks, you could say. <laughs> um, my dad was a collegiate tennis player. And in this community, they started having these meetups on the tennis courts and playing pickleball. And so I was visiting with my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. My sister was there, my brother. Um, and they brought us out to one of these sort of small pickleball meetups. And it was some 70, 80 year olds. And we ended up tooling around with it and playing around with it. And then I didn't hear anything about pickleball for a few years, at least. Um, like so many other people, the pandemic, which was so hard in so many ways and challenging and terrible for a lot of reasons, the one of the beautiful moments of it was it just made pickleball relevant for for me and the people I was playing with. Um, at you know the the so at our club here, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, they built two pickleball courts just luckily, I completely by stroke of luck in, in 2019. And so as 2020 rolled around, we had paved, marked pickleball courts. <laughs> and it was like, hey, we can't leave home. We can't do this. You can't do that. Uh, I'm stuck at home with two small kids. I've got to have some kind of outlet to go and get activity and socialize. And so we started playing pickleball. I had a group of friends. We would text. We'd start playing. Started playing more through through 2020 and into 2021. Um, and just like I'm sure it's such a shared experience with so many folks within pickleball. Just got hooked. Uh, got obsessed. Got, I don't know, got the bug. And, and um, ever since then, it feels like every week my goal is to just play more pickleball and get out more than I did, <laughs> get out more than I did the week before. And so uh, that is our goal yeah. as well. Like we yeah. want to play as much as we can play. It is just a matter of like, how do we fit it in with our, you know, our, our day jobs, right? We, we yeah. <laughs> this is, this is our fun job doing the podcast, but how do we, you know, work it in with the day jobs? And I'm really curious, like, you know, there's millions of pickleball players in the country and it's growing all the time. But, you know, you probably were working and had a career prior to you starting Pickle. Like, what what were you doing before and what yeah. made you decide to leave that and kind of start Pickle? So, yeah, it's the perfect sort of confluence of stuff. I, as an, a human being, have always loved games, um, whether it's, you know, golf or video games or bowling or darts, you name it. I just have a competitive bone. I love to play. Yeah, I like to win. But really, I play to play. So. Anybody who's ever known me knows like a card game, a Monopoly game, like I'm going to come, I'm going to come you know, ready to play and, <laughs> uh, and have a good time. So um, couple that with my experience, I, for my entire career, have sort of been a uh, digitally focused marketer. Um, so in the time leading up to the launch of Pickle and the years prior, uh, I was running the direct-to-consumer business for a video game accessories company. And um, again, within gaming, right? Like I, I'm not necessarily obsessed with video games. Um, the way that I've become obsessed with pickleball, but um, it's fun to be around gaming. It's fun to be around a, a passion uh, or, or uh, an industry that people are passionate about. So um, along with pickleball, video games were completely propelled by the pandemic. We had a great run with our video game accessories company, and ultimately the company was sold at the end of 2020, um, freeing me to sort of figure out what was next. Um, and so as part of that, I'm looking around and saying, what do I want to do? What do I want to take this experience and build it into? Um, and again, that perfect sort of confluence of life events saying, 
Um, we've exited a company and have the bandwidth and the leeway to pick what to do next. I'm not going to make a hard turn in the sense that I've been in consumer products and I've been in marketing. Let me just pick the next industry that I want to be a part of. And so that was really a fortunate opportunity for me. And um, I am, you know, grateful every day that I get to come in each day and and talk about pickleball. (laughs) You make it sound so easy and so natural just from moving from, you know, video games over to the pickleball industry. How long did you have to research for? And was there like a defining moment that you felt confident that you wanted to start your very own company? Yeah. There's so many out there. No, that's, that's, look, it had always been, I've had my own uh, company before. Um, so I knew I wanted to get back to something that I could could lead and and really I don't know make it a part of my identity. It's sort of what drives me. And um, you know, research. Yes, there was tons of research that was going on initially. It was sort of you know understanding from a product perspective, not only the folks that were already doing it, but who was doing it well and what the opportunities were for advancement and innovation and how are these products actually made? How much do they cost? How much can we sell them for? Like building a business model around that was was step one. Um, but what I really got into was the marketing side of it and the branding side of it. So understanding, again, um, who we were going to be, how we were going to position ourselves. And I can get more into that, I'm sure, in, in, the, in the conversation here. But um, you know, once we had this epiphany of pickleball, I don't know, is a, is a rapidly growing sport. I'm passionate about it. I now have checked the boxes in terms of I know we can make stuff. Um, the, the, the aha moment was, was the brand, right? Was coming together, getting the PCKL sort of logo and, and lockup done and realizing that we could have PCKL.com, a sort of highly coveted four-letter domain um, as the home of our business. Um, that really made it real. Um, and then ultimately, you know, designing products, sampling products, testing those products um, and coming out with them in August of this year um, you know, that's when it became really real, right? So now we've actually got stuff and it's going out and we've got customers and we've got real responsibilities to communities and things like that. So um, it was it was a progression, right? So if you take the end of 2020 as uh, closing the chapter on the video game business all the way through August of 2022, it, it was fast by some standards, but it was also, um, you know, it was slow by some standards and it, and it took a lot of patience to get to that point. Yeah, I'm really curious about that process because... You know, it was, it was two years and, and some people go, is that fast? Is that slow? But you had to, you know, create a team. It wasn't just you. You had, you had to bring some people in. You had to figure out what is the product going to be? How, what's the design? How are we going to compete? You know, all of those things. What, what was kind of the, the process? And, and I'm really curious, like, what does it take to really design a paddle? Yeah. There's so many out there. What, what does it take? Yeah, let me let me take those two sort of yeah. questions side by side here. So, um, I'll answer the the second one first, which is what does it take? And you know, it starts by understanding what exists, but it it also starts by understanding or taking a guess at or a, an educated guess at who is your customer, right? And so, um, we came out with three paddles to start. Three just being a number that felt right to basically say good, better, best. Okay, and basically, if we're going to enter into there's plenty of paddle companies, no doubt about it. But if we're going to enter the space, we want to be able to confidently say, these are our offerings, not overcomplicated, but have enough for people to um, make an educated decision about what they're buying um, and also have the ability, should they want to progress further in the sport, to, to upgrade 
um, and to, you know, progress not only, you know, the equipment that they're using, but help that make them a better player or a more engaged player uh, or help them achieve their goals on the court. Um, so, you know, look, we went to factories and manufacturers and existing places overseas and did just what we talked about, sampling, not only sampling um, different materials and different constructions, but different graphics and different sort of printing capabilities, different grip textures, all of the variables that we could come up with, grip circumferences, grip lengths, you know, uh, dimensions of the paddles themselves, um, edgeless versus with an edge guard, right? We had a sort of an extensive list and ultimately kind of started saying no to things. And then it became clear what we were saying yes to, too, to kind of hit that good, better, best um, How formula. long was that process yeah. for you? All in, it was a year. I mean, it was at least a year. Um, yeah. It was really, you know, look, not only communicating overseas, having products sent to us, taking them out, playing with them. And I wasn't the only tester too, right? Like I was handing these to my friends on the court and saying, what do you think? How does this feel? What does this feel like? What, you know, comparing it to people. Um, so there was some science associated with it too. Not just saying like, um, yeah, I like it. Let's go forward with it. Right. Like it wasn't just that quick. Um, and then, you know, coming up with, with all the sort of, uh, marketing that it gets associated with. So a year long process, at least from, from the product standpoint, and not only on the paddles, but also on the balls, um, you know, we came out with our initial line of optic balls at launch, and we're really excited to progress that further and come out with um, further iterations on our balls in 2023 and on our paddles as well. So it becomes an ongoing process, which is part of the fun too. So it's, it was uh, it was it was time associated there. On your first question, you know, with the team and everything else, again, um, part of my experience in and around consumer product marketing is building a network of people and people that I trust, and so. Um, I felt really excited about bringing in a team of folks that I actually already knew and folks that I knew loved pickleball. So again, confluence and, and just luck um, that some of the folks that, um, you know, my uh, head of digital marketing here um, has been a lifelong, was a lifelong tennis player. His father was a, a you know, sort of well-known tennis guy in Macon, Georgia. And then they switched over to pickleball like everybody else during the pandemic. And so he's passionate about pickleball. Um, you know, uh, our, our, our head of e-commerce, uh, you know, who was playing in a couple of different leagues by the time that I'd even gotten to them. And so they're not applying, they're, they're applying what they know how to do professionally with what they know how to do sort of in their free time and, and what they're passionate about, which happens to be pickleball. So, um, you know, I, not everybody who works here forever will have to be a great pickleball player or even a pickleball player at all, but, um, you certainly, uh, it certainly helps. It sure helps the vibe, right? When everybody kind of has the same goal, the same passions. And, you know, I think it's just really helpful that, you know, for, for Bridgie and I, we were so into just, you know, talking the game and sharing the game and figuring, you know, meeting new people and bringing, you know, first timers to play for the first time. And, you know, like I was telling a story at Thanksgiving, I was bringing family members to play pickleball for the first time. I was bringing them paddles and balls and now they're hooked on it. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool. Like creating your team It's not too tough to find people that are really cool, you know, really into pickleball nowadays that have other talents that could, you know, really help the business. Well, and that's the beauty of it too. We are all wearing a lot of hats, both literally and figuratively as I'm wearing one of our hats, but um, <laughs> the, the uh, you know, the beauty of it is we can all contribute on things, you know, even if you're in digital marketing or social media, 
you can have a hand in product development decisions or operational decisions or you know uh, marketing decisions or should we engage with this tournament or clothing brand that may be complementary to us we all understand and know the space and so it, it helps us do our jobs really sort of authentically rather than um you know having to learn it on the fly yeah well we have to take a quick break mike but when we come back you know we've been talking a lot about how you created the company now let's get into the actual pot paddles and all the products that you have because it's so cool um we want everybody to be able to share in what you're doing here at pickle with all of your products so we'll be right back with so many pickleball paddles out there it can be a challenge finding the one that fits you enter pickle that's p-c-k-l one of the fastest growing pickleball gear brands that's changing the game with paddles and balls designed for your skill level they offer three paddles curated for three different players just getting started and switching from rentals try the launch series paddle ready for a paddle that's more durable with an incredible grip you need the power series paddle and if you're ready to take your game to the next level like one of pickle signed pros the pro series paddle is for you in addition to paddles their top rated indoor and outdoor ball options make the perfect gift for pickleball player in your life pickles excited to support the third shot podcast by offering listeners a discount shoot us a dm and we'll get you a code to save 20 percent off anything from their site check them out at www.pckl.com and make sure to give them a follow on twitter instagram and facebook thanks for coming back to third shot the podcast that brings the pickleball community together we've been working hard to build a website so we hope you will go and enjoy. Visit us at thirdshotpodcast.com to listen to all of our podcasts, read some blogs, see some photos. There's a lot there. Take a look at it. But before you go to the website, let's get back to Mike from Pickle. Uh, you know, Mike, this is always our favorite segment because this is the third shot. Cheers. 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 Got some strong apple juice today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually doing oh. coffee shots today. Oh, wow. there you go. Yeah, I I missed the memo. I went with tequila at two o'clock. Oh, good for you. Good so. for you. <laughs> I mean, you're on the East Coast. You're on a different level than us right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So as we mentioned before, you know, we wanted to talk a little bit more about the paddles that Pickle has to offer. And the first one is the launch series, which um it's kind of like the more basic paddle, is that right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I love the word basic, but yeah, it's... It, oh, I'm sorry, no, I don't mean no, basic. You know. I mean entry level. Sure. Uh, because yes. what we did see and what we found, and I got to brag on you all for this one, is make it in, into the Forbes Holiday Gift Guide of 2022. Um, they recognized you all as the best gear for a pickleball vacation, and one of their features was this launch series. Yep. So if you could, like, tell us a little bit more about the launch yeah, paddle. You got it. So it is sort of our introductory paddle, and it's geared towards um, sort of beginners and newer players to the game. Um, and we designed it with that player in mind, right? So uh, it's a little bit of a wider body, wider face um, for a little bit more forgiving, right? If you're not hitting the ball in the absolute dead center of the paddle on every single shot. Um, it's got a fiberglass face, which tends to be, uh, again, a little more consistent with play um it's going to be more um provide a little more pop to players who again aren't like striking it in the center of the paddle it's also going to be a little more affordable um for those who aren't yet ready to i don't know invest maybe a ton of money into their game if they are just getting out on the court for the first time um 
And so again, it's a great offering. We offer it in both a one and a two pack on our site because a lot of folks getting into pickleball also need two paddles because they need someone to play with and you can't necessarily play by yourself unless you're hitting against a wall. Um, and so, uh, you know, we had all the expectations in the world that, um, the, the launch series might even be our best seller, but, uh, as we get into some of the other paddles, um, it's, it's not necessarily, we're actually, it's exciting to see that folks are actually going towards the, um, sort of more, the more intermediate and advanced focus paddles that we have in our lineup. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about that kind of that next step up, because I do like your marketing strategy where you kind of have steps where people can progress with their game. Um, and I guess the next step up, which I love is the power series because you know I, I fall in love with like, Oh yeah, you can add more power. Yeah. Give me that paddle. Because I, 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 I fall in so, love with that. You got, yeah, you nailed it. This is like me and my buddies, like they seem to be attracted to this one. And again, they like to hit the ball hard. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, that's sort of what this is built for, right? It is that intermediate player who is, you know, now keeping the ball in play, but wants to swing hard, hit the ball hard, add speed to their game. Um, it's not just an absolute, you know, bruiser, right? It's got um, some really nice grit on the face and can apply some spin and some, some finesse to the game. Um, it's sort of, primary feature is that it has the edgeless design so it does not have an edge guard around it and again this was for uh designed intentionally to be able to have a more forgiving face so that if you aren't again striking it absolute dead center you're still going to be able to get the ball over the net um or even on some of those you know harder you know call them ground strokes if you will um that you'll be able to add the power that you want to uh to to the longer shots while still getting the um the ball in play without hitting it on you know, again, dead square in the middle of the, of the paddle face. Um, so it's sort of the next step up from the launch, um, and has, like I've said, been the preferred paddle of, um, much of our audience and has been that bestseller that we've seen so far. And then you mentioned that there was three. So the next one up is considered the pro series. Is that right? Yeah, it's called the pro series. And this was built, um, with sort of all of the top of the line features that we thought we could pack into a paddle. Um, Still at a great price point, uh, one nineteen ninety nine, um, in comparison to some of the you know the other folks who might be putting it out there for two hundred two hundred fifty dollars. But um, it and the Power Series that I mentioned before have that carbon face, um, got a texture on the face that you know is within the the um, USA pickleball limits, but still you know able to put spin on the ball. Um, and what we found with the Pro Series is that. Folks really like it not only to add speed to the ball, but to remove speed from the ball. So going both ways, really being able to place your shots um, and, and add some finesse to your game once you've progressed beyond that, um, you know, sort of initial entry level uh, equipment. And so um, it's got a little bit of a longer face, a little bit of a tighter sweet spot, a little bit higher on the face. So like I've been talking about, when you are striking it in the middle of the face, um, this is going to be the one that's going to provide the most benefit and the ability to hit lots of different types of shots. Yeah. And you mentioned the price point on that, which is much less than, you know, some of the other paddles that have similar features. And I, and I think I really wanted to, to point that out to our listeners is even though the price point is lower, they're not having to give up, you know, any features or, you know, production level of a paddle just because it's, it's less expensive. It, it, in fact, it's kind of the best of both worlds. You get the top technology, the top quality paddle for a very affordable price. Yeah. And again, we understand that, you know, $120 in, into a pickleball paddle is not nothing for a lot of people. And so we want to provide options to folks on various budget levels 
Um, but we agree, right? We think that um, we've got a great paddle at a great price that is, you know, playing as well as just about anything out there in so much as we've got, uh, we're really excited in 2023 to announce uh, the first pros that we're bringing on board that'll be playing our paddles, the pro series paddle on uh, some of the professional circuits. Yeah. Tell us what you have planned for 2023. Yeah. So, you know, look, it's just year two, but it feels like it's, I don't know, year four or five, because we've been in it for so long, but um, it's, it's innovation and it's releasing new products and it's adding to what we've talked about, which is these great yet understandable products for people to meet them kind of in their pickleball journey. So um, again, on the ball side of things, we're really excited to introduce the next iteration of our pickleballs, which will address um, the more competitive and tournament players, as opposed to maybe the entry level or casual players. Um, we'll be updating and iterating on our existing paddles. So launch power and pro will see some slight improvements, whether that be, you know, grip or shape, or even the box and the form factor that they come delivered in. We hope to introduce yet another new paddle to actually bring a fourth one into our line, um, all while kind of staying true to that sort of good, better, best um, mentality on the paddle front. Uh, and then additional accessories and apparel. So we're looking at um, ways that people can actually customize their game even further, um, be it with the weighting of their paddle, different you know grip tapes and edge tapes. Um, and things that, again, maybe more experienced players are looking at right now as, as they kind of figure out what they want in their gear. Um, but giving people options to say, I can actually tinker with my equipment and change my equipment to fit my game without having to go out and spend another whatever $200 on something that's new and different. Yeah, that all sounds great. And we're definitely looking forward to it. Um, I'm a little bit naive, though, when it comes to ball technology and kind of like what sets pickleballs apart from one another. Can you share with us a little bit on kind of what um, makes your pickleballs that pickle makes kind of different than other ones? Yeah. Well, I'll, first I'll flip it back on you and say within your game or who you play with, you know, is there a preferred ball? Do you, have you met the people who are like, I only play with this ball maybe? I think they were being polite with me, but I was like, I have some and I don't think they liked the ones I had. And they're like, oh, no, 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 we're good. We have ours. When I started playing, I didn't realize what a difference there was between indoor and outdoor balls mm -hmm. and the way they react. So the first time I played indoors was actually a tournament. And I was like, oh, you know, it was a local tournament. It was indoors. I go, absolutely. Let me get in there. And then like the first match, I was like really trying to adjust to how the ball reacted, uh, you know, when on the bounce, when people were spinning it yep. and coming off the paddles. There, so it's crazy because there's really no standardization. And I, I, in other sports, there isn't either, right? I've been a lifelong golfer and there's all sorts of golf balls out there and none of them mm -hmm. is, you know, whatever people have their preferences. Um, but yeah, the, the two lines that we've seen the biggest differences, one is the indoor versus outdoor with the indoors really being made for like a gym floor or, you know, a, a springier surface. They have fewer holes. They tend to be just a few millimeters smaller, um, but there's a little bit of an adjustment. The other side of it is really on the construction side of it, which is this one piece versus two piece plastic construction. So our optic balls, which we sell now are a two piece ball, which means in manufacturing, it's two hemispheres molded together. They bounce a little bit higher. Um, they play a little bit, I don't want to say slower, but um, you know they tend to be preferred by those who are not just obsessed with sort of the firmness and the speed of the ball. 
Um, and so on the competitive balls that we've seen out there, um, and I can, you know, name the top of the lines, one that I've seen being the Franklin X40s and the Onyx Duras, which are played in tournaments, um, those tend to be a one-piece ball. And it plays a little bit harder and a little bit faster. And at the highest levels, people start to prefer that because it just adds more speed to the game. And I guess people are speed obsessed. And so, um, yeah, with our existing balls, again, the two-piece balls, they are really well-constructed, really durable um, and address sort of the everyday play type of situations. Um, and again, without uh, getting too far ahead of ourselves, we are hoping to take a crack at the the competitive and tournament balls as well, improving upon what exists, which the complaints have primarily been around durability. They crack, right? If they are harder, they do crack in colder weather, um, or maybe they even get mushy in hot weather, which we've seen from some of the competitors. And so trying to come up with the right formula on the balls too has been a fun and exciting exercise. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this knowledge of uh, your products and what you're doing at Pickle. I think it's really exciting what you're building there at at Pickle, and we can't wait to see what's coming up next. Um, We also want to thank you because our listeners get a little special discount if uh, they listen to the show and they uh, go to the site. Uh, did you want to talk a little bit about the promotion or would you like me to? Yeah, no, I got it. So uh, if you head to pckl.com uh, and actually, Greg, you may have the code in front of you. I don't have it, but what is it? It is uh, SHOT20, S-H-O-T-2-0. Okay, so SHOT20, right? That's going to be your code for 20% off on our site. And that includes our paddles, our balls, our bundles, um, and all of our apparel, um, as everybody knows, This is the year of the pickleball gift, right? So if you're in gifting season still, uh, this is uh, something that's on everybody's list. So um, shot20 at pckl.com will get you 20% off our entire catalog. Thank you so much, Mike, for doing that for our listeners. And thank you for coming on our show. Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. This has been great. Thanks so much, Mike. And thank you for joining us at Third Shot, where Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. A special thanks to Mike at Pickle for joining us today. Go check out all the products at Pickle. Dot com. That's P-C-K-L dot com. We will have a link at the Third Shot Podcast website. And while you're there, please review our show. Really what I mean is give us five stars. So anyway, you can support the show by subscribing. And we promise to have more amazing guests just like Mike in the future. Let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the football community. See you next time at Third Shot Podcast.